0: are listening to video games to the max
1: hello and welcome to another edition of video games to the max i'm your host john And here with me today mr randy isbell hey
0: i'm
1: back yes uh you last time you were on we were doing that final fantasy uh 16 spoiler cast Mm -hmm. so uh we'll talk about some other final fantasy uh seven stuff today uh mark had to have another surgery to kind of keep repairing the, the issue he's been having since he had the big long surgery. Um, I think this one's not going to be like where he's out for a while. He just had a, hopefully this is the last one for him in a while. Uh, just cause I know that sucks and everything, but um, yeah, we're going to talk about some, some fun stuff with Final Fantasy seven Ever Crisis, both of us have been playing that uh, sea of stars and some other things. And Unfortunately, we've got to talk about some, some crappy stuff that's been happening with the game industry, layoffs, and uh, we didn't get to talk about those epic layoffs that were happening. That happened like right when we were doing the show yesterday, last week, and uh, we'll we'll get into Randy having some thoughts on Jim Ryan leaving and, and a few other things as well, so we're going to get into all that and more. All right, well, let's go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way here. This is your first time listening, or hundredth time listening. We do appreciate you, and uh, you know, thank you for whether you watch live like we do right now, which is usually Wednesday or Thursday around the twelve thirty ish time Eastern time or early time there for Randy at like nine thirty, <laughs> and uh, you know, you can you can go subscribe on W two Network YouTube channel, and you'll get not just what we do but also uh Rather broadcasting folks. Uh they do a great job. They just did a, the TV party tonight on the One Piece Netflix and they also did the Saw 10 uh review as well. So you can go uh check those out. Uh talk the keke still doing their thing. They just did the the finale and all their awards for this season of anime. So if you keep up with the seasonal stuff of anime every every period, they can they keep up with it too and they review a lot of shows and uh they do some great stuff there. So you really should go check them out and you know, uh, whenever Randy and, and Yens can do the chapter select, that is on there yeah. as well. It, it, it'll but, be back.
0: <laughs> I'm sure again, just life has hit both of us. He's going. Yeah, yeah. um, again, last time I was on here, final fantasy 16 spoiler cast. I was in a different house. I've moved yeah. again. because life continues. To crazy. Be weird. Um, I'm still trying. This is actually the first, recording of anything that i've done in this new office so i'm i'm working out the kinks i've realized this window to my left is way too bright <laughs> so i need to fix that but my poor hat is just getting overshadowed uh i don't know how it'll sound on there but it found, sounds echoey to me but we'll see how yeah. all that works but just I, this is a work in progress it also was really great It was like the first time i've, I've loaded streamer i'm like oh cool the whiteboard actually shows up good in my whole yes. display case when i get there that's it's like, all right, I've got a good setup here. I just got It's a good test session for me, so I appreciate
1: it. Yeah, the camera looks good. It all looks good. So hopefully it's coming out to you guys as well that are watching, uh, whether you watch later or or now. Uh, remember, it is on demand there on the YouTube channel, too, so you can check it out there. And, of course, if you like to listen with your ears, uh, you can do that on the podcast side. on uh, Wherever there are podcasts, we are there. You just got to subscribe to everything individually. You know, video games for the match, Radlitz and Todd Kiki and all that stuff. So that being said, let's get along and and move on to talking about things here. Let's save the the not so good stuff for a little bit later because right? you that's not so fun. You know, Um, you weren't, you know, we haven't had you on in a bit. Uh, last mm-hmm. week is basically like breaking news. Jim Ryan leaves PlayStation. Uh, he has a big legacy, obviously been there for 30 years. He uh, he's he's basically the the guy that was around with the PS5 and the pandemic and all that stuff. What what do you think about when you think of Jim Ryan? Like, what do what are your thoughts on that? What do you think his legacy is?
0: Well, I mean, obviously, his legacy is really pushing Sony forward. Obviously, you can't think of anything PlayStation without Jim Ryan because he's basically been around for just about all of it, if not all of it. I'm trying to remember a timeframe of when. <laughs> original playstation came out was a 95 i think yeah around that. um so he's been there for all of this time so obviously when you have a big departure like this it's, it's going to impact the gaming industry we will see if it becomes a positive or a negative later because honestly for somebody that's been there that long to get a different viewpoint and a different perspective may be really good for sony there are things that they have done as a company that I really, really like. And there's some stuff that I I disagree with. Maybe we can get back into the handheld market, please, instead of this weird mo- remote play stuff that they continue to think that people are going to use. We don't care about remote play <laughs> as much as you think. It's a nice convenience, but it should not be everything that you do. Um, PlayStation Plus continues to be a mixed bag. We'll talk about more of that, I'm sure, on, on this show with some of the other news that came out, but yeah, I mean, obviously Jim Ryan made a fantastic impact in in the, the gaming industry and congratulations for him to retire. And I'm both optimistic and semi worried where things will go with, with somebody else in charge. And obviously he's not the head person in charge. Everyone in Japan is doing their stuff too, but uh, anytime there's a, a big change at, at the top of a company, you just are, are curious where things are going to go.
1: Yeah, uh, that is. it's going to be important to see where they go from here because they already have things in motion. Obviously, he's not leaving until March 24, but you have things in motion like all the moving to live service uh, stuff that we've already seen big news from Sega canceling their big live service game and how much mm-hmm. went to that. Obviously, there was uh, things that are... Uh, other outside things that don't have to necessarily mean that Sony's doing the same thing. But if it's starting to feel like that bubble might be bursting and Sony is just starting to head in that direction, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Do they make a sudden pivot and, and go somewhere else? Cause now you have a, for right now you're going to have a Roki as the, the, the person kind of shadowing him. And then he will be the kind of interim guy until they find somebody else. Will he make any decisions? Will they decide to move away from that? That's going to be interesting. I'd love for them to go in the direction of caring about their their old games again, like uh, you know, care a little bit more about your your backwards compatibility and act like you used to have consoles that that cared about that. You know, <laughs> use PS Plus more in that way uh, because nice. yeah, because it sucks. Like, like they're doing a good job of oh. Uh Twisted Metal TV show came out. Oh, here's the Twisted Metal games. Oh, here's um that Star Ocean game just got a bunch of it got a demo and it's gonna come out soon. The the second story R. So oh, like, all here's all, all the that. other ones, right? <laughs> but like I don't think we need to keep waiting until there's a seminal moment for that franchise to release the games. Like just you know, give and us more is, options. It is
0: very weird that they're doing it that route instead of what they did with when it first launched i was really excited to see what they were going to do with the, the old game right and i knew it was going to be a trickle and we weren't going to get just unloaded with with classic games I, I had a feeling it was going to be more like the nintendo wii wii u and stuff instead of where the wii was like here's a bunch of stuff at the beginning and then it became a little It's like i just knew we just were not going to get a lot um but like we got all the siphon filters, but it was like two or three months in between each one. So if you were a fan of that franchise or you wanted to get into it, they gave you ample time to play each one. And now it's like, here's all of the, the twisted metal games that you want to get into, which by the way, I went back and played. How did we play the first one? <laughs> like I was really good as a younger person playing the right. original twisted metal. I could beat all of the levels with, um, uh, mr grim i was really good at that game i could not control the thing because it was like push up and down on the joystick to go go forward or back and my brain couldn't handle it but that one while it's not as bad like i remember playing the original star ocean but star oceans are long ass games yeah who's going to have the time to go here's five of them like well cool right It's, it's going to take me three years to complete that series if I want to. That one I <laughs> right. thought you could trickle through a little bit. We need to do that more. Trickle through the Resident Evils. Trickle through the Silent Hills. Let's let's trickle through all these fantastic franchises that you have instead of oh, something finally happened with this franchise. So here's all of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is a, a weird kind of uh, thing with that. It's like we went in one direction and then the other one and uh i would kind of love for them to eventually get rid of the third tier and just put all of that into the second tier and you just get whatever they. because now it's like it used to at first they said that ps4 games were going to be extra right now Mm -hmm. it's like oh there's ps4 games that are also on the premium so it's like this is confusing please stop confusing me uh you know it's like people that go on that service let's say they go and try to find something that They were told, right, PS4, PS5 games are part of the PS Plus Extra. The stuff that's older than that is supposed to be considered retro. That's Mm -hmm. on the, you're paying the two extra dollars for that and for the streaming and whatever else. And so, you know, you're you're kind of blending the lines and you're making that a bit more uh, chaotic for people. Whereas, like, that thing that Microsoft introduced to get everybody on Game Pass to get rid of the Xbox Live Gold, that makes sense, like... Okay, I mean the one dollar difference only really makes sense, but the the whole okay, there's a certain number of games you're gonna get. Here's the list, we're gonna change those around or whatever, but it's not gonna but you won't be able to play everything. So you already know straight off this is what I get, and then ultimate obviously you get everything. So it you know, make it more transparent for people
0: uh yeah I like. I, i'm with you as far as a two tier system i still have the third tier mostly because i keep forgetting to bump yeah. back down because i like playing the classic games and i, I had set out i was like i'm going to platinum all these old ones and then half of them don't even have trophies still and yeah some of the other ones are just again like the original twisted metal i went i don't think my brain's going to remember how to play this game it but, made
1: more sense back then when we haven't been using yeah. triggers to yeah. press right. down and on the gas. No, and there's yeah. no analog
0: sticks sort of thing. Yeah. Way backwards, simpler times. But, like, they have the schedule-wise, it's perfect for a tier system. You get your PlayStation Plus Essential games on the first Tuesday of every month, where you right. get your three games, and hopefully there's at least one that, that interests you. And then two weeks later... They dump you with a bunch of stuff on the extra and premium tiers, which, again, should just be one. And, there's and, like if, seven and, or and eight I'm going to give them a lot
1: of credit. I'm sorry, Randy, to, yeah. to interrupt you. I, they just gonna, they, they have, have been, the put, been putting out a lot. Yeah. Like, if you if you weren't part of the PS ecosystem or you don't buy a lot of games, there is a lot there for you to play. They,
0: they, yeah. I, I get more game time from that second tier than I do the first tier. I, yeah. you and I, I know you've i don't know if you've finished it yet but i i'm only a few hours in because again double moving and all that stuff but like being able to play c stars which i know yeah. is on game pass two was fantastic so you're getting like release date games on that system but on top of that you're getting just i want to say there's like 10 games almost every single exactly month. yeah and it's not just here's like there's gonna be two or three that are whatever and i i, I I'm surprised how many Paw Patrol games there are Um, (laughs) though. Thank you again to the second tier of PlayStation. My daughter now who's six years old has two Platinums uh, off games. I haven't even helped her with because of uh, the little kid games that they've thrown out there. So it's, it's awesome. Again, not every game has to be for you. It's for a different target and they spread it out extremely well. Obviously last month, was very RPG focused because what five or six of them were, were Star Ocean games and I said right. it to Jens. It was speaking of him. I I asked him. I go, are you working for Sony now? And did they ask you give out five or six games? Because like half of that monthly list were games that he has been begging me to play for Chapter Select. So. <laughs> That's awesome, and some that we have, like the the Odin Sphere game and and stuff. So, and he looked at it all. Oh, what a fantastic month! So, the second tier is beyond worth it. The third really is not. I, I still don't use the demos or the the game trials. Yeah, the game all. trials
1: are just yeah. I
0: I mean I I I like that they are there. I I just go well. I'll wait. Like. Uh, they'll end up on this service eventually anyways but yeah the second tier is fantastic i'm with you though i wish they would just combine them because again it's just perfect it's it's the beginning of the month is the first tier the middle of the month is the second tier so every two weeks you're getting new games from sony
1: yeah it feels like honestly the game trials are really only useful when there's like a big sale on a game and you're kind of like i don't know and you can play it yourself instead of watching somebody's, like, stream or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what those are good for. But, like, me deciding, me playing that and deciding if I'm going to drop $70 on a game, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. about that. Uh, so another thing that has been a big Jim Ryan focus, it feels like, is the push towards movies and entertainment, you know. Mm-hmm. And that has worked out fairly well, you know. Uh, obviously, they have Spider-Man. That's another thing with Marvel, but whatever. Um, the Twister Metal show was one of the most well-received shows. I don't know if you've watched uh, Not other, yet. Right? Again, I
0: was trying to wait for us to get to it on Chapter Select, and then Life hit these last couple right. of months, and had it uh, just back on hiatus again. It's
1: actually pretty good, so I would recommend mm-hmm. uh, going to watch it. And then, you know, they have other things in the pipeline as well, and obviously the Last of Us show mm-hmm. too, you know, you guys covered that on Chapter so Select. Good. So like they pushed towards that and and now they've kind of brought this full circle feels like because there was a a leak a long time ago or it feels like at least a year ago about they were going to release some kind of app or streaming thing where you're going to be able to do what you do with all these other streaming apps which is stony movies are going to be on this thing and it was somehow going to tie into PlayStation Plus, and so now it has sort of been brought in i don't know exactly if it's there right now, I haven't checked my PlayStation. I haven't looked. It. But it's called uh, Sony Movies Core or something like that. And basically, you're going to be able to rent or buy a big selection of Sony Pictures Core. I'm sorry. And it's supposed to have like somewhere around 2,000, anywhere from a 1,000 to 2,000 movies that you can buy or rent that are Sony movies. So, like the Spider Man's Uncharted, No Hard Feelings, it just came out um and then there's also going to be around 100 movies that you can stream through P- if you have PS Plus um which uh, the i guess the premium tier so i guess they're adding a little bit more of incentive for you to have uh PS Plus premium which right now there's not a huge selection it's like the Final Fantasy 15 movie which i guess if you didn't get the special edition and you don't have availability ability to watch that movie i guess there it is that Resident Evil Damnation movie as well and some other stuff um I, what do you think about this would you end up using it or you think it's decent I, I, w-
0: I expected it to have a, a little <laughs> extra and it's smart to put it on the second and third tiers for playstation plus it would be smarter for them to add even more to the deluxe one where you can get so many on premium and then even other ones on Deluxe, just if they want to keep that three-tier system, give give a reason, mm-hmm. more of a reason to do it, but they yeah. probably
1: won't. But the Ho- thing that... Hopefully, more- um, that Gran Turismo movie, which also is apparently supposed to be good, yeah, uh, will wind up on to, there.
0: Excited to watch that, but the thing that I still don't understand, and I know Amazon still does this, who out there buys movies digitally?
1: Uh, I want to know how many people, especially after they've had a few that they just pulled, and you no longer... Even if you bought yeah. it, you no longer own
0: it. Like I I will occasionally... And most of the time it is for movies that Jens and I have watched. You know, they're so old that you can't find on a streaming service. I will rent something on Amazon. I've never mm-hmm. bought anything digitally movie-wise. As I have a ton of video games I've bought digitally. Because that's just where that world goes. But right, like there are... This is another streaming service there's 700 billion of them to the point where i want to say there's like 70 percent of movies ever made are on a streaming service right now and those yep. that are not will get rotated in at some point have to kind of find them so the fact that they're like hey you can rent or buy these no just make a streaming service though <laughs> so even i mean half of these movies that you've listed off if not all of them are on other streaming services right now i do worry that you know, now, pull them from those streaming services and make people pay even more. And that's kind of where this weird rabbit hole has gone. You know, Netflix became so popular and Hulu followed. And then people are like, well, I have Netflix and Hulu, so I'm going to cut my cord. I'm not going to have cable anymore. So all the cable companies went, well, shit, we need our own. Yeah. And now, now we're all paying more for all these streaming services than we paid for cable. And how oh, it goes. Yeah. And here's another one.
1: And, and now Netflix wants to raise the price again. So yes. <laughs> here we are <laughs> again with this. Um, yes, I agree with you. Well, I, I think eventually it will turn into some kind of streaming
0: yeah. app.
1: Yeah, uh, it's like that Redbox app. Like Redbox will still exist. You can go and buy the... You can go and rent the DVDs from the Redbox if you want. You can apparently also do that on the Redbox app. And then they also have some that you can just stream without paying. And i i think this will be fine like eventually they're going to have to be like amazon where you're really going to have to be getting these sony movies and really making it worthwhile the problem is that i don't know how much they're really going to get from this i think this is just kind of like a like an extra thing and they're not really expecting much out of it because they already have all these deals with uh it's all the spider-man movies are going to come to netflix eventually and then they go to disney plus after a certain time like so they're getting money on top of money on top of money for all this, all this stuff. So I think this is cool. Uh, hopefully they do add things that are, you know, like that grand Turismo movie. It's a Sony product. It's a PlayStation game that is a, made on a movie. Like that should be available for people eventually. Um, so you can enjoy that, you know, and um, obviously you can go. And if I'm probably going to go be able to watch it on some of streaming service too, but that's where it seems like all that stuff's going. Like, uh, I was trying to watch the, the Fast and Furious movies because I never, I watched 10 and I never watched all the other ones. And I had you to go didn't through. You not know why four. they
0: were a family. You just knew they were Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Boys. I just watched, somebody was like, oh, you want to go see this? And I'm like, well, whatever. Right? It has all these people in it. I'll go <laughs> watch it. I've Obviously, I've seen parts of it before. I knew yeah. The Rock was in them and all that stuff. But like, having to go through four different streaming services to be able to watch all of them, that is where we are at now. Like yeah. they stopped caring about being exclusive and like, Oh, we got to have everything to let's see how much money we can get from porting out every movie to another service. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, no wonder people are on strike <laughs> oh, for this right now. No wonder they're wanting to get incentives. Cause look at all the money these people are getting and these writers are not getting, and all these other people are not getting from that. So, um, but I digress. That's some, something else. Since we're on um, the Sony beat here and we talked about last of us unfortunately uh naughty dog is having to let go of some contract workers which are mostly in qa they're not getting severance uh it's about 25 workers uh obviously you know this seems to be a thing that is happening throughout the industry we're going to talk about some other ones big and small i mean uh what do you think about this like just do you feel like this is kind of We're starting to go back to, yo. People are going outside, and we're not playing games as much. Or
0: what do you think this is? I did not like put two and two together there, where like games of service worked so well during you know the pandemic and us all staying home. And as things continue to shift more towards normalcy, that people go outside and they're not playing as many games and not going in with that, but. Honestly, it, this was not super surprising that this, at least the Factions game, mm-hmm. just has not really worked out. I'm still surprised it has not released, but it was never going to be this fantastic success that I think a lot of people were excited about. I liked the Factions mode in the first Last of Us. It was a fun multiplayer game, but I never got hooked on It had a nice little twist that you could play with as you were playing your your online matches but i mean it definitely sucks for all these workers to lose their jobs because of it but like you said we're going to have multiple stories about this like games of services had its boom everyone then jumped on the bandwagon and oversaturated it and those companies like sony who what was it last year who said we're going to have a bunch of these yeah he, of uh what and herman
1: holst said he wanted to have 12 by 2026
0: yeah. So yeah. the, the the area was already oversaturated and then Sony's thrown in hey we're going to have a dozen more on top of the Sega gave us stuff like just because you're putting your name in the hat does not mean you're going to have the same numbers of Fortnite why mm-hmm. cuz it's not like the population of the world has tripled like you only have so many gamers that like these kind of games and guess what they're already hooked on Fortnite and they're already hooked on PUBG. And they're already hooked on Apex Legends. Like, they've got their game. Mm-hmm. And you are it's going to take a lot for you to pull them over. So now we get the Rumble versus where 37 people play it religious. Like, you get that boom that first week, and a couple people get hooked on it, but it's not enough to keep it alive. That's what all of these games are going to do. Like, you yeah. could possibly be the next, like, Fortnite. I mean, Apex Legends did a great job of, of finding a good hook into this genre, but it is extremely difficult. And for the years that it takes to to make these games, and I think it was the Beyond podcast I was listening to the other day, um, to give them credit for it, they they said it perfectly. It's like these game industry people have are hitting a moving target that's five years out. Yep. So if we see it all the time, there's a trend that happens And then three to five years later, we see the big boom on it. And then you get those people that see the boom and they're like, oh, my God, we have to be part of this boom. So then they spend three to five years to be part of the boom. But by the time they they have their games come out, that boom's over and we're off to something else. We're in that period for. Yeah. And
1: then not only that, I mean, we're we're talking about Sony and uh, Sega's hyenas thing going into the extraction shooter business mm-hmm. let's not forget that there's there's other stuff right there's there's fall guys there's mm-hmm. um uh rocket league there's uh can't uh, pokemon go there's there's so many of these continuous games that mm-hmm. never a destiny like sony themselves own Bungie, so like they're competing against themselves yeah. like
0: it's yeah. final fantasy 14 yeah
1: one. Final fantasy 14 like it's like um there are only so many people World of Warcraft, like only so many people that are just available to play these games and not a lot of, like you said, people are hooked on that one game. It doesn't mean that because that game is just like that other game, they're going to give it a shot because they're going to mm-hmm. say, okay, it's free. Yeah, I can try it free, but like, what am I going to, you know, what, what is going to bring me over here and keep me here? And I think that's when, when Bungie did that assessment of the game they said, Oh, look, there's there's not a lot here to keep people here. Mm-hmm. And if you birth this game out and people play it for the first month, and then there's nobody playing it, well, nobody in the sense that it's not enough to really keep it going, you wasted development time. You wasted nah. money. You wasted, you know, and then we run into the problem that, that we're gonna talk about with Epic is having, uh, where you wasted money and now somebody's gotta suffer for that. Right. And and this is the problem, like. You spent a lot of money on this. It it went into turmoil to the point where they had to put a small little team working on it, so they could do other stuff. And then now you don't even know if this game's going to come out or not. It's on ice, like, mm-hmm. yeesh. You know and, and that doesn't look good for the rest of the shooters. And I mean, they announced like three at that last state of play. Right. Not the last one, but the one before that. The well, showcase.
0: At, so At yeah. least with with this one i mean the other three that they've announced and shown but what was always worrisome for naughty dog is their single player focus i mean again they had factions and it was it was i thought overblown i like the the side stuff that came with it but once you played a multiplayer match it was just you versus them and a bunch of normal first person well not first person but normal uh multiplayer shooter stuff but it was just all the side stuff and trying to keep your camp alive and whatever that was my memory is not fantastic about it. I just remember playing it, but still, Naughty Dog—that their first—they do the first player stuff. It's just single player experiences and the crazy stories, and and now with with the TV show, they are going to be very tighten it on what happens with this franchise, right. and they don't want a game that's kind of half baked to to go out there. And obviously, they feel like they have not hit that perfect mold for this, so. Honestly, I would not be surprised if they just say we apologize. You know, we kept talking about factions in this multiplayer; it just did not come to fruition. But man, we got this new multi or this new single player game coming out eventually, and then Last of Us Part Three will come out. We're gonna bring the hits again. Just we just couldn't get the multiplayer going.
1: Do you think that now that there's somebody else in charge, maybe Sony will go back to making different kinds of games now? Because for a while, Jim Ryan was all about. It's got to be the movie game, the third, you know, the the narrative game, the you know, Last of Us, God of mm-hmm. War, all that. Or you think they just keep on the same track?
0: Again, it really depends on on what kind of voice comes in. I said at the beginning of the show that that's the interesting part is you know you get a new voice in and it could go in a good direction, it could go in a bad direction, but it most likely will go in a different direction for the most part because whoever comes in is going to want to put their footnote on the history of sony they're not going to go well we're just following jim ryan's blueprint we're gonna they're gonna follow it to a point because obviously what they have been able to do over these last 30 years has been very successful but i mean things are going to change the landscape of video games change constantly i the, the landscape of what sony comes out with has changed again we've had this whole games for service stuff that had a big boom and now it seems like it's going down like Are we starting to trickle out of the cinematic video games? And then what is next? That's what's so crazy about about gaming. You can just go back to 10 years ago and go, wow, that was really where gaming was. Look at all the excitement for this Assassin's Creed Mirage game. Why is there so much excitement about it right now? Because it was what we loved from the original Assassin's Creed. And we're like, well, they went in a direction that a lot of people love, but they're like, it's just too much of it. There's a, like, I remember Mark talking on this show about I'm 70 hours in and I haven't completed the game yet, so yeah. it kept me away. And now it's well, Mirage, you know, 20 hours and we completed it. So it's a nice tight knit. But then you know, it's so, Assassin's Creed too.
1: What's so funny is that then you have the people that are now used to mm-hmm. there being all this stuff that you have to do, and they go, "Oh, this is great nostalgia," but it's like. You went too far. You went too far back. I need Mm -hmm. some of that stuff that's in the new games too. And it's like,
0: oh, boy, you you can't can't please everybody. (laughs) You can't please everybody unless you're Assassin's Creed and you're coming out with 13 different games. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if if this is not the Assassin's Creed for you, just wait, five more are coming very, very, very (laughs) soon. But no, I'm very excited to see where things go. And it's been a mix of of, nostalgia and new things. So I, you give credit to Nintendo for continuing to try to mold the two. I'm very excited for Mario Wonder because yes. it, it feels very old school with the 2D platforming, but they, they add in so many different things you've never seen before. And that's where I hope Sony goes. It's like, all right, we've had this whole cinematic universe stuff with Spider-Man and Last of Us and God of War and everything that we've done. Now, how do we take that and mold it into something similar but new? And and we'll see where things go
1: in the next few. Yeah, definitely gonna be an interesting time uh for Sony on that front. And you know, a game that would normally have me excited to find out this news, but just understanding that it's just way too gigantic that I'm probably never gonna have <laughs> time to play. Final Fantasy 14 apparently can now be played solo oh because boy. they've added this the uh, they've added all the, the current dungeons to this um the system that they have where you can add NPCs instead of having to go find people, to do the raids with you and stuff like that. Is there ever a point where you go, man, they've made it possible for me to play this game. I don't have to go find a bunch of people. I'm going to go play Final fantasy 14 now, or just, is this going to be one of those games. You're not going to play.
0: I want to so bad. You said yeah. that I had not heard this news until I, I read it in, in your notes. Um, I've beat every numbered final fantasy ever except for 11 and 14 because I don't do right. online games. And now you're telling me I can play 14 finally and, and put that on the list. Um, We have not talked about the games we played about, but see, I, we talked about Sea of Stars and that game came out a month ago and I'm still two hours in. And I love it. <laughs> I love what I played in that game. I just have not had yeah. the time. So, it is one of those games where, yes, I would absolutely love to play Final Fantasy Four. And finally, beat it because I keep hearing such fantastic things about it. But when will I have the time? Especially with what's coming out over the next three months, and then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth at the beginning of next year. Um, I retire probably in about forty years at this pace. So maybe then, maybe I.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll be we'll be the old folks that are in the old old folks <laughs> on playing the games. Right. We're not going to be. Uh, playing dominoes and and all that no. stuff uh so that's yeah i i use that as sort of a lead-in to to talk about our our games that we have playing because we've kind of been playing the same stuff and also because we did have recently the people got to go play found and rebirth yeah, um yeah exactly that's the first thing uh that they came up on that so like having seen that and now you play ever crisis obviously both of us have a lot of experience with Final Fantasy VII. Both of us don't play a lot of mobile games either. So, like, how, what do you think of playing Final Fantasy VII this way? I guess? Again,
0: it's like CSR. I'm not far into it. I, I think I'm at, like, the second reactor in Final Fantasy VII. I okay. love how they have put this together. It's like, um, what, were, what were those books that you could buy when we were kids that would be the shorter versions of... Oh, like
1: the abridged, the abridged version yeah. of the yeah. Okay,
0: there was a company that did them really well, and they would be like fifty pages. I can't think of what they're called. They're like yellow or something. I remember buying a couple of them, but um, they're ba- it's basically that of Final Fantasy 7 You just kind of hit the the quick notes and, and and the key spots of things, and it doesn't go as long. And literally, like these sections of chapters go for like two or three minutes, and then you have a couple battles in there, and. I love the way they do the battle system. I think it works really well with mobile. Um, I was worried about the game being on mobile and having all the energy and stuff. But as far as I've played, as long as you play the main story, I'm not losing any energy on it. I'm going to guess it's only for the, the side stuff that they've added so far. Have you gotten that far?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't think I'm really giving any spoilers here. The, um, Cliff notes. So the game
0: Cliff Notes no, is what I
1: was thinking. Yeah. It, it basically gives Cliff Notes of the mm-hmm. game, right? So you're all the stuff that you do where you walk around, that's that's taken away. There's mm-hmm. no there is some, like mm-hmm. when you go to the Mako Reactors, and later when you play the other parts, like a Crisis Core when you play the Fort Tamblin. And mm-hmm. uh, so there are parts where you walk around, but they're the main parts of the game. The right. so I'm not giving I'm not I don't think it's really a spoiler. This is mm-hmm. in remake as well. The, the part where you have to do the picking the dress to go okay. to Don Corneo that's gone. You don't do that.
0: Yeah.
1: That makes um, sense. you know, so I'm assuming when you get to the parts where there's open world, you're not going to do that either. You're just going to go straight to mm-hmm. battles, the main story, all, all that stuff. So that's what you miss, right? You miss all the side stuff. You miss all of the, the, I guess, open worldish things things where you can make decisions um That stuff is gone, so that's that's the thing. Is you're basically getting the uh, like we talked about the abridged version of Final Fantasy VII of Crisis Core of the new of the first soldier. And the game does make you play all of the games. You don't just get to go straight through seven. You have to play Crisis Core eventually, and you have to play the first soldier thing eventually to be able yeah. to unlock further parts of seven.
0: Yeah, so, I'm, I'm still at that point where I can't even get to. Um... Advent Children or, or not Advent? Children. Yeah, <laughs> I lost my mind. But uh, Crisis Core and and the, the new stuff yet because I haven't gotten far enough in, into Seven. But I, I like that they. I, I truly believe that they are setting this up, and they they've come out with this game, and they came out with the Crisis Core uh, remaster because of of Rebirth. And there's going to be things that are in these games that are going to get mentioned or become key points. And whatever weird twists that they're going to do, it, and rebirth, and it's just a cool way to do it. And again, it's a mobile game, so I was really hesitant. But so far, yeah. from what I have played, it's really good. But every time I load this game up, I have a huge update on it. I feel yeah. like it's picking up half my phone. Uh, but it's really good, and it's way it runs so much better than I was expecting it.
1: Yeah, I, I love the the character art as well the little chibi uh characters and like I, I the battle system is fun it is challenging as well you can have your players die and if you do play uh because it gives you a power level before you start the the thing when you're playing the story you're not going to run into that when you decide stuff you do run into quickly where your team is not as powerful enough yeah, and you will get smashed. Like you know, it's not a joke. It's not a joke of a, a game. You really do have to pay attention. Uh, it's it you know it's it's um it's not like Final Fantasy VII. You it's more active. It's I guess kind of like more like playing Crisis score in a way. It's uh except the whole game's like that. Um so I I think this is like I agree with you. I hate that too. Like I I've had to continuously delete stuff off my phone because this thing continuously keeps asking me to download something uh every time i load it up um i do i do like the fact that it adds things to your uh it gives you things for logging in uh it it does feel like it's generous with that it doesn't feel like you're being pushed to buy things all the time right um so you know it, to me it's 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 been an enjoyable experience and i've always seen some of the cool stuff with first soldier uh I haven't gotten to separate story i think they just added that so you're gonna get to find out like the history of like Sephiroth before he was even cr- in Crisis Core. Mm-hmm. So like they they're adding an incentive for you to actually want to play this game because there's story parts in here sure. uh, that you're not gonna get. I mean you can obviously watch them on YouTube, I guess, but it's not the same as as playing with it. So yeah, I, I think it's a it's a cool game, and I'm glad that it exists. And having a compa- I don't know if they're gonna put Dirge of service or some of the other things in here
0: but here's the cliff notes of this garbage
1: please <laughs> but um yeah it's like this is a cool thing that i'm glad that we have this and and they added this all together just being a mobile game the fact that something gonna be on pc gives me uh enthusiasm that hopefully this will be on switch at some point or i guess hmm. the switch 2 at this point so that it can feel like it will actually be able to live on because I worry with the mobile game they can just always shut that thing down and mm-hmm. then you can't play it again. So right. um, that's why I only worry with it right now. But hopefully it keeps going so they can keep making stuff and we get the, the all the games on on this game and, and you can go back to it whenever you want to. Uh, I think I'm probably just as far as you on Sea of Stars. Oh, yeah. uh, honestly, because like, I really enjoyed what I played and then other stuff started coming out and I started, I started playing Ever Crisis. I was just much easier to play on my phone than having to sit down and, um, and then, you know, the new FIFA or whatever the hell that's called now EA Sports FC. So like, what, how did, how have you liked it? Like um, it's, it's
0: such a slap of nostalgia for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so beautiful. And obviously you get the the Chrono Trigger vibe just because I mean they have some music from the the composer and stuff, but just like they do such a smart thing with the game that they don't overload it with stuff. And I, I think I've seen an interview with one of the producers basically saying that that they set limitations for themselves that if like if this old system could not run it, they won't do it. And and you can definitely feel it runs extremely smooth. I'm liking the characters so far. Again, I've just got out of the the class area where you're kind of going through the tutorial and I'm um, headed off on my little adventure with, with the little cook guy and, and having fun. Uh, I, I, think I, I love just, him.
1: He's so, I, he's so I sweet.
0: Just met the girl that's going around and like, Oh, what is like, she's investigating some big rock thing. Um, again, it's probably been two weeks. <laughs> it is, I've been so busy, but uh, the, the combat is really interesting. You can combo things in a really fun way and they make you really think. Uh, the ways that you can kind of knock back a, a, a enemy where they have the little bars where okay, hit him with a, a blunt object and a, and a sword attack and stuff and, and then he won't attack that turn kind of makes you actually really think about what ways you want to attack this group of enemies so especially when you get the bosses i think what they have done battle-wise is
1: yeah the battle system is absolutely so fun and that's what oh, it that kept me drives come. me
0: nuts the boomerang thing for whatever yeah. reason my brain just stops working halfway through i finally got the trophy for doing it 25 times in a row but I, I get so mad at myself when i mess up but i love it
1: yes um yeah it took me a bit for that too like it's just you have to like constantly just be and then it, that timing man eventually it gets super fast and it's like well okay uh here we go um i love that i love the fact that you you know they had the paper mario elements where you can uh decide if you press a fast enough or on the time it'll do the where you can either block an attack or add power mm-hmm. to the attack or yeah
0: it, um, just adds, it makes you focus i've been again playing through some of the old playstation games that they added on the third tier and uh, legend of dragoon has that same mm-hmm. system so yeah i, I love i think more rpgs especially if you go with that form really need to continue with that because it just it just adds up just that little bit extra to what you're doing
1: and it's such a beautiful game too mm-hmm. like I, I think people need to don't worry about the fact that it's like pixel or whatever just play this game it's so yeah. so beautiful and then like the way you can move around the world is so fun as well. Just having that freedom of oh, there's a ledge I can go up on it, and then there's mm-hmm. I can go go around to find the puzzles are are fun as well. Being able to figure out stuff in the dungeons, so yeah, this is yeah. such a a great game,
0: and it's it's uh, perfect for this game. That's both on Game Pass and the PlayStation second tier plus thingy. I always I will never know those names. Sony, I'm sorry. <laughs> you've just you've You've made it complicated. I'm sorry. So the second tier, that's what I'm calling it. But but yeah, it's, it's on there. It's very easily accessible. If you want to just give it a try, it's, it's well worth it.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you like those uh, old school RPGs, uh, it should be, it should be on your list of, I need to play this Mm -hmm. uh, right now. So uh, moving from uh, things that uh, we've played here, um, I guess uh, just because it was in the news, you know they they finally revealed the actual way to say Kate Sith and it is Kate Sith.
0: Thank Randy. god.
1: It is not She or some other I was form. hoping I mean
0: obviously we are far from April Fools but I was hoping they would come out and just say it's it's Visarabra or, or some stupid yeah. like you guys are saying it completely wrong and, right. and not solve it but thank god it's Kate Sith and we don't get through this whole stuff I'm very excited I'm sure he will create a vod for it but I know Maximilian dude was gonna talk about it on his stream last night and I wasn't able to catch it uh, He is very much on the Cicade Sith group and if you ever watch him he's very opinionated yeah <laughs> so I'm excited for that vod if it comes up
1: uh, yeah very very glad that it's uh the much easier way the way that we grew up all pretty much probably grew up saying it mm-hmm. and you know he was a big part of that that reverse trailer and obviously, you know, he'll be in this game. Um, anything that like stood out to you that you're like, man, I can't believe we're going to get to go here or do this. All of it. In this game. That yeah. that
0: Trailer blew my mind. The last trailer that we got. And then all the stuff that they've shown after it. Yeah. Where, with, with, uh, the, the playable stuff. And then obviously you talked about how people are being able to play the demo just outside of June on, And they just, that trailer just kept going. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's like Oh I'm my God, that's in stuff. here. That's like, in well, here. What? Yeah. It was like Dude. literally on this trailer. I'm like, all right, I think they'll show the golden saucer. Cause, cause that is going to be an important right. part of where they're going to go. And they do. And it's like, that's cool. It's like, Oh shoot. There's Vincent. Ah, shoot. Here's the weapons. The weapons blew my mind. Like, yeah. I didn't think we were ever going to get anywhere near that part of this game. And we'll see how much they become involved. And, and here's the thing. like If you go back and watch all the stuff from the first Final Fantasy stuff, I th- they, it was like this where they showed off a bunch and we got that demo a month before the game comes out. It barely scratched the surface of what we actually did right. in Remake. So for them to show this much stuff, what, four or five months before this game is scheduled to be released, I am worried of how much is in this game. Like, well, they they said talked it was, about it's going be like 100 hours or whatever yeah. to complete it. Uh, Maximilian dude had a great comment. It's like, this is going to be so much fun for us to just want to play it, but people that want to go get the platinum are pooping in their pants. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I haven't done ever platinum remake either, but I, I always like to look at trophies and stuff. I bet some of them are going to be insane. They've added just so much stuff to this game. The open world looks really massive and fantastic, but not too much. Right. I, I do like the comparisons that a lot of people are saying about horizon and maybe that size of the world which would be perfect for this um, I have not been more excited about a game in a long time and that includes remake which we were very very excited for and that ended up being I'm pretty sure we named it our game of the year yeah
1: it was game of the year yeah so
0: it's like I know everyone else was super excited for starfield and and um Baldur's gate three and all these fantastic games that have, have come out it's it's, it's a rebirth for me that's i i mean i thank god it's next year and not where right, yeah. i don't have to try to battle you guys for game of the year with that with all these other fantastic games that came out this year but man i oh yeah tears of the kingdom i guess came out this year yeah too, exactly
1: good luck <laughs> oh, there, there's so much stuff Just so this you know year. best
0: of luck trying to come up with your top tens
1: yeah um that's gonna be rough, and then next year already that started next year looks insane, yeah. insane. We, you got the we all,
0: we all talked about, you know, COVID not er, uh, affecting games, and it didn't right. take effect like right on twenty twenty because twenty twenty was a fantastic year because they were still able to get those games out. But we had a couple of low years because of COVID, and all of those games that were supposed to come out these last couple of years are now smashing mm-hmm. in to the games that really weren't affected by COVID as much, where COVID hit while they were still doing the assembly of what they wanted to do with it, so they could do that from home just fine. So we're getting all of that yeah, all at the same time, and it hurts the wallet just...
1: Especially that end of January, beginning of February is insane. You got Like a Dragon 8, Infinite Wealth, the that uh final fantasy or not final fantasy the fantasy relink game that's been delayed for like 3 years mm-hmm. uh the persona 3 reload comes out and then you got final fantasy at the end of the month it's it's absolutely crazy and i'm yeah. sure they will they will pack stuff in in january as well which will make you go oh my god where am i going to get the money
0: for all this and stuff I just, <laughs> just pulled up the game informer thing and, and on top of all those games you talked about Tekken 8 comes out for those that are Yeah being, Fighting game fans, that one's really in there. If you really like the Tomb Raider games, that was a horrible place to put that remastered collection right in the middle of February. Helldivers 2 comes out in in February. Like another Destiny 2 expansion expansion. comes out. oh and and Suicide Squad if you really love that. Yeah. Well. (laughs) But that game won't come out February 2nd. I have a feeling.
1: Would not be surprised that they pushed that back Mm -hmm. just because. But, um, yeah, it's going to be an insane month, and this year has been an insane year. I'm sure it looks like 2024 is going to be the same kind of thing. What is going to be around when that happens is is another thing because this week and the last couple of weeks with the Unity BS as well, it feels like we've just been getting – you get awesome game news – right uh, with the direct and the state of play and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get all these companies laying off people, uh, people leaving, you know, we just, we had the Hideki Kamiya leaving platinum games, um, you know, Jim Ryan retiring, unfortunately for him, you know, that, you know, living so far away from your family, that's a, that's a big deal to mm-hmm. that can finally set things off there. But, um, you know, we got a, a pending, video game actor strike that could start. So the writer strike ends, presumably, you know, as long as they ratify everything. You got the SAG-AFTRA thing with the actors for TV and movies that possibly might be progressing. And then you could start a whole new thing with video game actors. And you got Epic laying off 900 people uh, because, according to Tim Sweeney, they basically thought that gaming was going to keep the pace that it was at during the pandemic so they kept buying and buying and then oh crap it's not it's starting to stagnate what do we oh we got to get we got to cut costs we got to cut costs and eventually that starts affecting people and that's what's happening here is that all these people all these companies that thought oh man gaming's just going to keep growing and it's going to get insane we're going to get all these people to be gamers and then that didn't happen because people decided that they liked being outside uh, and traveling oh, and being people. all these things. <laughs> like <laughs> So it's, it's not at pre pandemic levels, but it's also not at pandemic levels either. It's like in, right. in between and that's not good enough for these people that are need this to keep growing, 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 growing to infinity, which that's never going to happen. So team 17 lays off people parts ways with their CEO uh we had the Sega thing where they, they killed their whole extraction shooter. There was also a mess with that where they mm-hmm. there were people that had no direction and they didn't know what they were doing. And um you got Ubisoft with their the investigation that, that started in, in 2021, October 2021, where they had 20% of respondents said that they didn't feel they were fully respected or safe in the work environment, and 25% that said they had witnessed or experienced workplace misconduct. Five former employees got arrested in this investigation as well by French police uh that there's a lot there um but man it it sucks to see this part of the industry
0: yeah first off with the Ubisoft news and I feel like I've what made three or four appearances over the last two years on the show and it feels like we're always talking about something like this these workplaces hopefully this is continuing a sign of cleaning the mess up um, yeah. we're going to continue like hopefully this is a good sign of you know all right the the investigation was legit they were le- really looking to for the safety of their employees and they found a few that were beyond repair okay. and, and arrested them for their actions and i'm sure others are going to get in trouble as well and hopefully this is just the aftermath of what we talked about in the last year or two When we had all of these issues in some of these companies and like the the top dogs were getting called out for their sexual harassment and obviously they weren't the only ones doing it as you said with with the numbers at ubisoft for how many people felt unsafe so hopefully that all is starting to get cleaned up it's never going to be fully cleaned up because there's always going to be pigs out there and I I work in much smaller organizations, and there's still times where I'm like, guys, this is not 30 years ago. Yeah, you can't like this. However, I in in some of our instances, the the people that they are saying that stuff to, they've also known for 30 years, and they give it right back. But then you get in new people, and you scare off those new people because it is harassment. Just because the people you're doing it with for 30 years are giving their harassment right back. And it it's friendly banter at this point. Does it mean that the new people that are coming in are going to be okay with it, which means what you're doing is not okay. Just because it's been okay for 30 years. Times continue to change. I, I try to tell people that all the time. I was like, wow, back in the nineties, it's like, that's 30 years ago. Yeah. Like if you go back <laughs> in the nineties and say, wow, but like, like slavery wasn't a thing that wasn't that long ago from the nineties. Like, like, yeah things are going to change and things are going right. to progress. Things you are going to agree with things you aren't, but like it's going in this direction. A lot of it is a positive thing, especially feeling safe where you work is such an important thing. And that is such a good thing. So hopefully you continue to improve,
1: but on the layoff
0: stuff, especially for like Epic, like, like you were talking about where they're like, Oh, we just thought it was going to be this ridiculous boom forever. Nothing ever is like, some things will stay way up here, and things will go great, like the National Football League continues to be the top sport in America, and, and nothing seems to want to push it. But they aren't always at their tippy top as far as ratings go. You and I have both been wrestling fans for most of our lives, and that is such a roller coaster as far as popularity. I mean, yeah, goes.
1: now they're at the top again, but look yeah. how long we had to wait between the '90s and yeah,
0: and and now, newsflash: it's not going to last. Right, like, yeah, things are gonna dip. And and by the way, being at the top, and the ratings are a third of what they were in the nineties, partially because no one watches TV more, but still it's like yeah, things go on a crazy roller coaster time. Gaming had this fantastic peak, it worked beautifully during the pandemic. People got into it that weren't into gaming. Animal Crossing came along at the perfect time. Some of these games for service stuff really worked very well to introduce people to gaming. But not all of them are going to stick around. Not all of them are going to continue to play all this other stuff. There's a lot of people that came into the gaming world during the pandemic that are only going to play that game that brought them in. Like Animal Crossing will do just fine for a long time. Like, I'm sure Fortnite will do fine for a long time. But it just sucks that, like, Epic went out and bought all these different things. I feel really bad for MediaTonic and and Fall Guys who, like fell into the umbrella of epic and now have to get hit with all these layoffs and stuff for their game and that's kind of just how the world works sadly but that's it's it, you never want to see people lose their jobs but it's just one of those things where like games have a, a time frame and then in between those time frames you're you're not bringing in the the same amount of money as you were and then the 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 head dogs are like well I can't lose money I have to be in the black so what happens we we cut the bottom guys, and it, yep. it, it just really sucks.
1: And, I mean, and this is I mean, luckily for Epic, they also have a whole game engine that they can mm-hmm. uh, live off of as well. But this is goes to show why you don't expand based off of one game. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, right? They were spending. They were spending. They were getting all of these different uh, things to put into Fortnite, like all these, you know, Dragon Ball Z and every single possible. G- you know, thing that you could add. Um, they tried, or they just started doing the whole thing where V bucks cost more, and it's like they realized, crap, we have nothing up. We, we they didn't hire anybody. They tried everything, mm-hmm. but then they realized, well, we got to do layoffs. Well, what else can we do? We got to get back in the black. We spent too much, and we can't go back on that. I mean, good lord, Tim Sweeney, you could like lower your salary a little bit, maybe. No, I don't know,
0: but I mean, that is the uh, last possible move here's the fun part about all yeah. of this now obviously i the speculation and me just spouting off the top of my dumb brain so i know obviously know zero about the financials of epic but i guarantee during the big boom of 2020 somebody like sweeney gave himself a nice big juicy raise mm-hmm. along with adding Oh, all but then topic. you know what
1: he was doing he was talking junk about apple and all that other stuff but <laughs> then he's doing exactly what they're doing yeah.
0: So he gives himself a nice juicy raise. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to pick on Sweeney. Just any CEO in any company ever, they get a boom. They give themselves a nice raise because look at all this money that's coming in. And they start hiring all these new people and bringing in these new divisions. The mm-hmm. boom disappears. Well, I'm not going to go back down to what I was making before the boom. That would be horrendous. But now right. I, you have to pay for this inflated salary that i've given myself so instead of that we're just going to chop off the bottom until we continue to go in the black with me making so much more yeah. than i did that's and then, the then you works. have the,
1: exactly exactly I And mean, then you have the outside factors of inflation and the possible recession and all that stuff yeah. and then not only that, a really actually interesting thing that i found out is like you know what's happening during the pandemic we weren't having people yeah you had some 2020 games like animal crossing like you said that mm-hmm. uh were refused but most people were buying games older games right because they were cheaper right because it's not like they're you gotta remember a lot of these people were they weren't working so they had all day to sit there and they weren't going to sit there and buy 70 games they were going to buy the games that were 20 bucks 30 bucks Old no, Call we, of duties. We did for yeah. the
0: first three months or so when the government was like, here's six hundred dollars a week for whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I I totally get what you're
1: saying. It's like so. That's the thing, is like it's not like we had this upward trend of all these big games. The reason why Fortnite got to flourish is because it's free. Yeah. Right? So, like all of a sudden, oh, everybody's playing these games because they're free, and then oh, wait. I, we don't want to play anymore, so guess what happens? Now, now we're starting to retract. We didn't really gain that many like new gamers that are still playing games today They just or, or buying $70 games today. It's just mm-hmm. they went and bought old games where they're playing these free games, and then when that goes away, you get this. And unfortunately, that that's the thing. They they inflated. Uh, they, they went and bought Bandcamp, which now they sold off again. They went and bought uh, super awesome, and they they sold that back to them for the most part. Like they went and bought Harmonix, right? Uh, rock band people, and and now they probably had to lay off people there as well. So it's like uh, Rocket League. They bought Rocket League. They didn't mention anything about Rocket League, but like you said, Mediatonic got hit really bad, and it sucks. Like Fall Guys was this huge thing as well, and then they buy it and they make it exclusive and they do all this stuff, and it's like you're really not helping. Anything there. And it's so it this all this stuff sucks to see. Um it's unfortunately with the redundancies that you get because of you bought people, you bought people, and then oh crap, we don't need these people, or we can't afford these people anymore. And then also the mergers that you know, I'm sure at some point, maybe not now, maybe not in six months, but at some point they're gonna lay off people from Activision that are coming into Microsoft that we don't need two of these positions. We don't need two of these positions, Mm -hmm. you know, and, or somebody within Microsoft is going to go, why do you have three publishers? And they're going to start going, Hey, why can't this guy be on top of Activision also? Like, Mm -hmm. why do you have, why does Activision have to have their own people? Right. Right. And then they're going to lose people too. And it's like this, that's what sucks. People don't think about, Yes, this is good for the people that were having to deal with the workplace harassment and all that stuff in Activision Blizzard, and and maybe some of these companies, these, these developers will start making other things that it's not Call of Duty. There's a lot of good things, right? But there's a lot of bad things that could happen okay. because of this. And it's just going to be a trend that we're going to keep seeing, unfortunately, until things kind of level out, people stop overspending for this uh, games of a service stuff, and we go back, and then that's another thing too, right? Like me and Mark talked about uh, Sean lady mentioned it, right? Uh, Cause Capcom there's a Capcom dev that said games don't cost enough money for what we invest in making the game. So mm-hmm. do you think we're going to get to a point where either we make smaller games again, or are we going to go to where games are base $80? Like, where do you where do you think we it
0: honestly could be a mix of things? I'm one of the few people that seems like that has no problem with games now being seventy dollars in in a lot of areas because it's been sixty dollars for so long. Yeah. Like I was shocked. Like it's been shocking to me that we have not bumped up with again these games taking so much longer. I mean, just go back to you know when you and I were younger, like there was a Mega Man every year. There was a Final Fantasy mm-hmm. like every two years. It felt like there was a new yeah. Mario game every couple of years. And if it wasn't Mario, it was Zelda. Like Nintendo was coming out with some big game every year. Like you, the turnaround was so much easier than what it is now, where it's taking four or five, six years. I'm mean, still waiting for any announcement on the next Grand Theft Auto for what they've been working on. And they've been working on that for a right. really, really long time. So I totally get a sentiment where you're putting in years where you're paying all these people to build this game and you're not seeing a cent from it until it finally comes out and then then you're asking for 60 70 bucks a pop so that's why games of service became so big because because they had the extra stuff in there that's why we have all these microtransactions in some of these games even though you're paying 60 70 bucks it's why Resident Evil Four is such a phenomenon and such a weird deal, and that's something I didn't put on my games I've been playing. I finally started playing that that DLC. There's so much game in the Ada DLC, and you, you paid ten bucks for it. Like the amount of stuff you get for that ten bucks is shocking. But hopefully, a lot. But of isn't
1: that Capcom's fault though? Couldn't they have charged twenty dollars if they're complaining about how much games cost? Like
0: no, that's what I'm just saying. To... Yeah. Right that, it's shocking how little it costs <laughs> Yeah, it was. It, it was shocking. It was like it's only ten bucks. Oh, it's going to be an hour or two. I'm three hours into this thing, and I'm I do not feel like I'm anywhere near in. The end. So it's yeah. I mean, I kind of would much rather have smaller games, partially because of what's going on in my life right now. I just I don't have time. Like again, Final Fantasy Rebirth is saying hundred hours, and my brain's going, oh god. Right, I. That's right. why I I have Starfield downloaded. It is ready for me to mm-hmm. play, but it just feels like there's it's going to be too much for me to to have the time to get into it. But I want to play it. this Um. So I like the smaller experiences. Give me five, six, seven, eight hours, and let me let me move on. Um. But yeah, I would not be surprised if games go up in price even more over the next couple of years. People forget. Go look at catalogs for like the Nintendo sixty four when it first came out yeah i want to say it wasn't donkey kong 64 like 100 bucks when it first came if out you, it because had if you bought pack. the
1: expansion pack yeah. yeah if you already had the expansion pack, then they there was a lot i think it was 80
0: yeah but you had so. to you had to have that expansion pack to even yeah play to that game so like games came out in weird ass prices back in the 90s so be happy where it's well, now it's 70. Yeah. But like it's well, like 70, it, 60 bucks for a lot of the really games. It's really not
1: 70 anymore cuz now you have DLC for a lot of games. You have those yeah. digital deluxe editions that they throw out there immediately basically making the game $10 000, being dollars Madden being
0: $100, you could play the broken ass version of it 2 weeks early.
1: Yeah, I've, yeah, EA Sports doing the same thing. It's like, yeah. Um oh, Yeah, it, it's uh it's crazy to me that we're just now figuring this out. Like somebody's just now saying, "Oh, we need to um, we need we need to charge more." It's like, hey, we've already been down this path. Uh, I don't know that that's going to happen immediately because I think you're going to have a big backlash. Um, and we- that's the problem too, right? Like, Capcom has to fight against all these free to play games. Like, can we really charge eighty dollars for big games like that and think that you're not going to suffer?
0: So uh, let's go back to what we talked about near the beginning of this show with with sony coming out with their movie setup can you see a world in the next say five years where video games go down the same route that tv and movies have netflix and hulu were super popular and then everyone else was like i have to have my thing game Mm -hmm. pass is super popular playstation plus is pretty good and nintendo is (laughs) nintendo Uh, But they have their online service at least So they could do stuff Can you see a world in the next few years Where Capcom goes Nope, we're pulling all our Capcom stuff Off of Game Pass And PlayStation Plus And we are creating Capcom Connect And you pay us so much a month And you can stream all of our Capcom games And Ubisoft will Uh, do the same thing This will do the same thing I I don't think so Because
1: Ubisoft already does it and I cannot imagine that they get that much from it. Um, I think what they'll do is they'll charge more nah. for these deals that they make. That nah. they the more money Capcom makes, the more money that they keep making in one year that they've made in ten or twenty years means they can charge more to have Monster Hunter on Game Pass or on PS Plus. Yeah, and like, I feel like if they want to put that out there and say. Okay, we'll give you, which they've done it before. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put all the Resident Evil games on PS Plus or Game Pass, but you mm-hmm. got to pay us this much. Yeah.
0: And if you don't get this, you're not. Right. Though you make a, a very good argument where they can get more money from Microsoft and Sony than they're going to get from us. And, and on top of the probably the bad publicity that would be.
1: I just I think that we're like seeing that. the problem is that we're seeing the backlash to everybody having a streaming service. Mm-hmm. and we're going to start getting either we're going to get mergers where Disney just merges everything into Hulu and you can buy it because they're already doing this ESPN is going to have its own digital channel where you can just have ESPN as the streaming service and they can do that because they have all these freaking sports
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like eventually I think Disney Plus is going to go away and it's just going to be uh, or Hulu's going to go away and it's just going to be Disney Plus
0: I I, I think Disney Plus will be the bigger name, and I think they would stay with that.
1: Like, because the way that they're talking about Bob Iger is pissed about how much money they have lost on this thing and how many subscribers they're not getting. They're going to get a bump just like Netflix when they do the taking away the password sharing thing. But it's Mm -hmm. not going to be this infinite amount. Netflix is already noticing that, and they're already going to raise prices again. Netflix is going to get to a point where they're going to raise the price to the point where people are just going to be like, you know what, forget it. I don't Mm -hmm. care how many originals you come out with or whatever. I'm just not going to subscribe. And they're not going to subscribe yearly anymore. They're going to subscribe when that thing that they want comes out and then they're going to cancel. And that's the problem is I think uh, Game Pass and PS Plus are at a decent enough price right now where it's actually more viable for them to try to go after the deal. Uh, Like Square Mm -hmm. Enix just did with they held out on Octopath Traveler 2. And guess what they just did? They probably got a big old chunk of money from uh, Microsoft to get Octopath Traveler 2 on Game Pass, right? And Mm -hmm. Sega just got a bunch of money for Persona and uh, the lack of Dragon Den being on there day one. That's got to have cost them a pretty penny. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, I I think they're starting to realize that, yeah, you know what we'll do? We'll do our thing where we get money from the players that buy day one, and then in, like, three, four months, we'll start making a deal with Microsoft or right. with Sony, you know, mm-hmm. and get double the money. And it's mm-hmm. almost like the syndication deal that we used to have with cable is starting to happen with gaming and it's more lucrative for them that way. Yeah. Um, I honestly, say, it's
0: good. It's, in the end, it's yeah. good for us gamers too. Cause I mean, if you want to yeah. pay one, you, you pay the money. If not, wait a little bit and they'll be on your little streaming service that you forget all about.
1: Yeah. I just worry about the, the indies getting hurt more and more mm-hmm. um, having less visibility. Because every time that you have a sea of stars, all these other smaller indies, especially what Game Pass does, where like there's a lot of games on there that nobody's heard about that get Mm -hmm. announced and people get mad because it's like, I want the big game. I want the game with the big name. And it's like, like, how much money is Sony probably paying compared to what Microsoft's doing because Microsoft can't pay that much anymore because they got to deal with getting this Activision Blizzard thing in here. So, yeah, I I don't know. But... um, it's gonna be interesting. Interesting thought. Uh, really quick here, what do you think about the Uni- uh, Nintendo Wii U and 3DS like online play going down? And I... do you worry that there's gonna be a time where Nintendo just says, you know what, I'm sorry, but what? although Pokemon Bank is staying up, but like well, where the they go all oh, money still. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I'm sorry, but uh, it's costing us too much and we're not seeing people downloading games, so you can't even download the, the games you bought. Like, do you think we ever get to that point? For yeah. you
0: losing access to games you've already paid for, I, I think the backlash for that would be beyond repair yeah. for even Nintendo. Um, obviously, I, I was more sad that the shops shut down than the online play really yeah. shut down. Because, I mean, uh, you would have to get a specific group together. And I'm sure there are... Those groups around the world that will say, "Hey, we're getting together to play this Wii U game together or a 3DS game," and we see that with some other older games where they try to keep a service alive. And I'm trying to remember what game it was. Now that they went, all right, the moment we have zero users on it, we are we are shutting down. And like there was a group of like a handful of people that just made sure at least one of them was. Oh, Halo!
1: Yeah, Halo Two. Halo Two. That happened. Yeah.
0: So I was like, for years, they they kept that that online service going. But so like online play leaving, I'm not too worried about. I, again, I'm sad that the shops are gone because there's a lot of games that were on those shops that you won't mm-hmm. see. And it kind of sucks that Nintendo got a big money boost for shutting down the service because people went, oh, crap, I have to go buy all these games before they left. Yeah. But I, I have been working solely on a, a Nintendo Wii U game or full game collection because there's not a ton of them because and and none of them are super expensive because all the good ones have already moved on to the switch but i have zero interest in playing any of these games online so i mean it all makes sense that all online play definitely has a life cycle that for the wii u and the 3ds i think has has run out
1: yeah, it sucks to see. It sucks for all those gamers that are possibly still using, especially their 3DS. I don't know about how many people are using their Ryu at this point. Uh, but, two, two people, you maybe. know, it, I hate seeing this. I hate seeing that we live in this world where your games are finite, you know, and especially if they're an online game, get ready because they could possibly go away completely mm-hmm. and you don't get to play it at all. You know, That's the thing with these games of service as well. I think that, like, we're not... We're not seeing that. like, if they don't have a single player component at any point, once this game gets the where it's not gotten enough users, they can just be like, "Ah, you know what, goodbye,
0: Knockout City. Where it's hey, this is gonna be this great game, but if if you miss the boat, you're never playing this.
1: Yeah, not playing this again. And like, um, I, I hate seeing that. Unfortunately, this is what happens when you have these digital stores. They're eventually going to go down. They The cost that it takes to to keep these running for them, they don't see the point in it when there's not enough people playing. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, uh, if you're still playing online with your Wii U or 3DS, then it is is what it is. Just get ready for that. So uh, going into the games that are coming out this weekend, it seems like there's a lot. Uh, Right now you can go play the aforementioned Assassin's Creed Mirage. It came out today. Uh, You can go play Cricket 24. You can go,
0: I think. I have to go download it. Let's get the show done. I got to go get
1: that one. I think if you pay for that uh, special edition, uh, Forza Motorsport, the the new one, you can go play that right now. It doesn't officially come out till the 10th for the people on Game Pass. But um, so, hey, big games coming out right now. Detective Pikachu also coming out tomorrow. Uh, uh, Pikachu 2, I'm sorry, Pikachu Returns. Uh, that Wargrove 2 game also comes out, which is you know, the first one was uh really good, uh, kind of based off of like Advanced, yeah, Advanced Wars. Um, but what if it was like looked like Fire Emblem? So, yeah, uh, that Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition, which is the first game that's going to be on two discs for the PS5. Uh, I was so hoping it, it was a
0: rebirth that was going to be, yeah,
1: uh, it's apparently not. Uh, NHL 24. Uh, coming out as well tomorrow and uh, there's quite a few things that i'm interested in this i hope it's good because i actually like the two nba 2k versions of this but i don't know if you've seen it randy the wild card football it has the nfl pa license but it does not have the nfl license so it has the players but not the actual oh. teams okay. so it's kind of like nfl street came back
0: gotcha
1: sort of um and yeah that uh, like I'm kind of really interested in and seeing how that plays. Uh, Roblox comes to the PS4. Uh, Honkai Star Rail comes to the PS5. I've been waiting for this because I liked it on my phone, but I don't... Because, you know, Ever Crisis keeps having, making me delete stuff on my phone, I don't want to be deleting stuff on my phone because of this, too. So much easier to play on my PS5. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this, Randy. This is like a turn-based uh, RPG that's made by the Genshin Impact people. So... It might be more of your your style. Uh, the the art is really good, and uh, like beginning part of the story that I played already is really good as well. And it's free, so you know if you want to go check it out, it's it's there for you. Um, th- there's quite a bit here. That Lords of the Fallen game, also the the second game, which they named the same as the first game, comes out as well on the thirteenth. So some stuff in here. Of course, everybody's waiting till the week after where you get a bunch of the big games, the Marios, the Sonics, the Spider-Man, all that. So get ready. That wallet is going to be uh, be getting tight there with all these games. <laughs> I'm
0: so can't believe Spider-Man yet, and Mario,
1: first day. Yeah. Uh,
0: those are the two games that are top of my list right now, but yeah, will see when I can get to them. But I'm ready. I'm ready for games. I'm ready to, to, uh, to try to get back in the game. Again, we've got mostly moved in. Um, the semester has finally gotten into a groove. So, see what ahead and get it done playing.
1: Well, the silly season is upon us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show. If you did, subscribe, like, follow all that on the YouTube channel, W2 Network, on Twitch as well, or go find us on the audio side, Video Games to the Max. Anytime we do a show, it will be there for you in your feed. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.